Was this your idea, the professional coach? No, it's Matt Swift's. And you got. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. You got picked to be uh, in charge? Yeah, I don't know why, but Matt. you're professional. Yeah. Are Matt, you level four? I am level four. Oh. That's right. Level four handshake right That's there, right. Fern. This is a real level four. We'll teach yeah. you it one day. I'm a real one. level four. How'd you get your level four? I didn't get it. I earned it. Oh. oh. That's what level fours do. And we challenge each other like thank that. Thank you, Nicole. That's how I we do it. I appreciate that more than you know. Welcome to the best hour of their day podcast with your hosts, Jason Fernandez. And me, Jason Ackerman. With more than 20 years in the business, as both coaches and affiliate owners, our passion is to help create world-class affiliates and coaches by building better boxes. Welcome to the best hour of your day. Best hour of their day. We are here at CrossFit Roots, Fern Ackerman, Marcus, special guest, Nicole Christensen, Mm -hmm. owner of CrossFit Roots. Probably heard of it. You think so? You You are one of those boxes that... I think globally, people have heard of. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what other gyms say when I'm not there, but mostly yeah. good stuff. What yeah. other gyms say? say we'll, see. we'll see. What other gyms say about you is none of your business, <laughs> as they as they say. But you have a you know an amazing box, an important role within CrossFit. Um, if you subscribe to the professional coach. Mm-hmm. Nicole is writing all of those articles herself. <laughs> just sits down at the computer. Yes, I just every type word. all day. No, you, I, you just get the letter at the top from me. That's from you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like the... And then some of the articles. Just put the header. Just like put back the header in the day in. when you would read a magazine, there's a letter send. from the editor. That's my role. Do you send it? I... Like, do I actually click yeah. send? No. Oh. No. It's we have an amazing out. team yeah. that does all of that part. They we the produce clicking. the content. Was this your idea, the professional coach? No, it's Matt Swift's. And you got, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. You got picked to be uh, in charge? Yeah, I don't know why, but Matt. you're professional. Yeah. Are Matt, you level four? I am level four. Oh. That's right. Level four handshake right That's there, right. Fern. This is a real level four. We'll teach yeah. you it one day. I'm a real one, level yeah. four. How'd you get your level four? I didn't get it. I earned it. Oh. oh. That's uh, what level fours do. And we challenge each other like thank that. Thank you, Nicole. That's how I we do it. I appreciate that more than you know. Um, I earned mine as well. <laughs> I flew to Santa Cruz in 2009 and uh, stayed with my brother, who was... The guy that's here coaching? Yeah, the guy that's here coaching. There he is. There he is coaching Live the kids. in living color. Um, he was in grad school in the Bay Area, and I stayed with him, and I drove over the hill and did my, my two days of testing, and then I went and sat to the judgment room with... Annie and Boz. Upstairs, and was it at the... Oh. No, it was at the old gym that had the cage um, fighting area, the fenced-in area. What, which gym was that? Uh, CrossFit Santa Cruz Central. Central. Oh, like one of those? Yeah. at the time, because that was the end of 2008 or nine. Yeah. I love hearing the stories about that. Yeah, I'm going to dive old level two. So, so I, I did mine I early. I still have my sheet. <laughs> Do you? My evaluation What it said on it? Yeah. Because you got evaluated, like teaching, seeing, yeah. 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 Who who was on that evaluation team? Boz, Annie, Lisa Ray, and Nicole Carroll. Annie Sakamoto. Annie Sakamoto. And Lisa Ray we talked about with Kevin Ogar the other day. Yeah, she was, I I was in awe. I was just like, oh gosh. Of Lisa? Yeah. What about her? Um, She was just so deliberate while still being able to be kind. She's still that way. Yeah. And it was just so refreshing um, and awesome. And then, yeah, and so then Adrian Bosman and then uh, Nicole Carroll was there overseeing. So this so. is 
early 2009? Mm-hmm. Right before they got rid of the... Yeah, right before. So it was like two, end of 2008, early, or like the first month in 2009, or January 2009. And, and so we... you There were like 16 people, and you taught movements and then on day two you guys remember this mm-hmm. but they would well he wouldn't he was he didn't do the old level two they, i remember they exactly actually, what you're so they, used to, they did them at uh, crossfit virginia beach yes they did mm-hmm. and but did you participate i hadn't started yet did you remember so on the main site there used to be at the you know the workout of the day there would be this we're looking for volunteers mm-hmm. to come and be you know movers athletes yeah, yeah, yeah. or movers yeah. And it was such a crapshoot on who would show up, right? Um, and so, yeah, so then on day two, you'd have all these people show up, and you would coach them, and Boz and Lisa and Annie would sit there with their clipboard and write, and then then you would go to lunch, and then while you're at lunch, everyone would just freak out, you know? <laughs> and, and then they would call you in one by one. Mm-hmm. So you're just sitting with 16 people. And, you know, sometimes it took longer, others, and then people would come out, and they're crying. crying. Yeah. <laughs> Do you? So just so everybody and knows, so the format was so if people have taken their level yep. two, the format was kind of like kind of a normal-ish level two day. But then day the two was day. there yeah, was the some first lectures. Day. There was a nutrition chat. Right. At least when I went, it was a combo of like a of it was kind of a normal level two now. But then day two was like all testing, all testing. Yeah, and day one you got a little, you got some feedback right. on you did sort of mock testing, mm. if you will, and you got some feedback. It was, I'll be honest, it was pretty clear who. Was going to make it. Was going to have a chance at passing and who was not. So you said there was about 16? There were 16 people. Do you know offhand how many actually passed? Two. Them? Two? Who yeah. was the other one? I don't remember and I wish I did. I should go back They're and look at staff? the... It was... No. That was pretty... That was par for the course. Two though. out of 16. Yeah. There was, Do I you know, realize I know how courses. good I am? I was one of those two. That's <laughs> how... I was... It was me and Nicole. We were running cross from back <laughs> she, in the she day. She forgot. It was literally you and she oh, didn't remember. was it you? <laughs> did you have long hair back then? That was me. No, that but I mean, it was the same when I took it. Like, yeah. everyone's crying, and I think it was like, Spieler, and I passed. Well, and so what they, I don't know if you remember this. So you'd walk in, you know, they're sitting there, mm-hmm. judging, looking at you. Yeah. And they'd be like, so how do you think you did? That's what I told you. Sherwood said it, yeah. And it was such a great question, because I remember somebody telling me, maybe it was Pat, but that, that would calibrate their yeah, response, yep. right? So if you come in and it's like, how do you think you did like, crushed oh, I it. crushed it. They're like, oh, we're going to have to let this guy down like easy because like, no. And then some people are like, oh, I don't know if I didn't. They'd be like, oh yeah, like you have some areas to work on. And so I have no idea what I said. So that that's question. interesting because there are a few people out there. I had a coach on my staff as well that passed the level two that if they would just pass the level three now, they would be a level, they would four. Be a level four. And I'm like, why? I remember yeah, his name was Brett. I was like, why aren't you taking the level three? Like, you can be a level four coach. It's like, ah. I would rather take the level two 100 times over than taking a level three. Really? Yeah, I'm not a test person. Huh. That's interesting. You're not, a, yeah. you're not a physical test person because level oh, two book. is technically yeah, did, a okay, test, yeah, right? Yeah. So I'm not a, like, a, book. a book test. But book I do test. remember when the level three came out, I was flowing gigs for CrossFit. I demoted myself, by the way. I'm no longer a flow master. I just worked seminars. Is that oh, is that true? Is that breaking yeah. news? This is no. the second time you've done this. You're the you're the <laughs> trainer that no flow wants on the on the staff now. You're just like she's just gonna come in and fuck up the whole seminar now. No, I'm just gonna come in and kick back, teach a couple lectures. <laughs> but you've done this lectures, once before. Do a couple breakouts. Um, or did you almost kind of resign a little at that time? Well, so I I stepped away when my kids were really little, and it was just you know I had a one and a three year old and. I just want to be home with my kids. Yeah. I didn't. It wasn't the end, but it was like I need. I need a true break. I don't. I don't need like a. I'll just work less. <laughs> it just doesn't work like that. Then my mom got sick, and um, so it just 
and then she passed away a couple of years ago. So it took longer to come back. And then, and then I was like ready to come back. And now, you know? but now since coming back, you are a head trainer. Yeah. Well, so then I came back and started flowing gigs, but then with my new role with, uh, education and writing all I'm those articles, there, writing all those right, articles yeah. I just, yeah, I want, I really wanted to continue to teach seminars, but you guys know this, it's a tremendous, it's just a tremendous responsibility and the upkeep to be able to truly do it to the level that I would like was just not in the cards. And there's amazing people, you know, coming Jay up not, and Jay doing not one stuff. Be, not being one of them. How was I getting a text? Let me, uh, What's, what is the upkeep? Uh, it's the repetition and then being able to refine based on the repetition. So the repetition of like going and doing the seminar two times a month and staying in it. Uh, that, that's an important element of, of being a flow master. There's also a lot of administrative stuff that's just sort of behind the curtain that you really don't want to mess up. Um, and then I just also think that, you know, to be in that role, you're saying that you, you don't really have an off day. You don't have like, oh, my lecture wasn't great today. Like that's, that's your role as a flow master. And there was no way that I was going to be able to do it. And I also just really wanted to continue teaching seminars and that was a way to be able to do it. You know, I know I can come in and teach, you know, yeah. give a couple of lectures and give them well and teach breakout groups, but to have that extra layer of also, uh, managing the timeline, giving feedback. Well, managing the timeline, I can do that for days. Let's be honest. You should um, talk to Chuck. You should talk to Chuck. Chuck's got it down. Chuck and I are good balance in that, you know? Um, Chuck has a problem with the timeline? Uh, That's, I've heard. I've never been no. to the seminar where that was the but, case, but I've heard. I mean, they're but supposed to end at know. 7 at night, right? <laughs> 7. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah, that's good. good. It's fine. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah. So, that's why. And it just feels... It's good. I want to put good. you on the spot. Okay. Question. This is something I say a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Fern agrees with me. You, you, you've worked enough seminars. I, you've worked enough seminars. I have said this. The trainers that come back from their level one faster than five years, right? Because they need to simply revalidate right. are better trainers. Do you agree or disagree? Wait, trainer goes to trainer level, goes to level one. one and then they go into the level two right away? Maybe not right, like the next yeah. weekend, they but you know, within not, two or three not years. in order to revalidate because their level one is going to expire. Correct. Well, okay, let's take it back. I mean, do you remember back in the day where you went to a level one and then you're just like, can I go again? Yeah, and yeah. it's $500. Ex- oh, yeah. Of a- and then I go again. And then why don't I go again? It's the same I took stuff. three. I did yeah. out of pocket. Totally. Yeah. Um, I agree. And it's an interesting, it's interesting that you bring that up because we were talking about recently about the people that go and revalidate. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times there's a little bit of pushback because people are like, oh, I didn't really want to revalidate, but right. I have to, and I'm doing the same course. And oftentimes they come through and they're like, wow, like I understand the, co- the content at a, at a different way or now I can actually grasp this or I'm reinvigorated and I want to go back to my affiliate and I want to dial things in more than what we were doing. And it's the same thing with nutrition. I mean, it's the same thing with functional movement. Mm-hmm. Everything around CrossFit is trying to tell you that there's some quick fix, some gimmick, something that is fancy, new, whatever it is, technologically driven, and it pulls people away at the seams and then they go back to the level one or you read what is CrossFit and you're like, oh, so I really just need to eat clean, weigh and measure most of the time and hit the workout really hard. And it's something we've actually been talking here a lot about in that I think with the post-pandemic slump, 
people are like, oh, it's just good that I'm even here. I'm like, no, it's no, not. That's a low bar for success. It's low <laughs> bar. You cannot, you cannot lower yourself that low bar. That's, I love it. That's something that he and I. Check the box. Fantastic clip, Katie. That's something Cut he and I. He fight. We fight with people about this all the time with that exact concept. It's like, well, I think I need to do something different. I'm like, no, you need to go back and master the thing yes. that you thought you were really good at, yeah. but you're actually not. And that concept is not new to it's not new to CrossFit and it's not specific to CrossFit, mm -hmm. right? You can see that in a ton of different things that, um, you know, whether it's playing the piano or I'm sure jujitsu has some element of that. I'm just learning about that. I don't. Your kids go. We just we, we, we literally just did a podcast like you were talking oh, about. Okay. Yeah. 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 And her kids, sorry, her kids go to. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah. Um, yes, and uh, but it's the same thing, right? You master the basics, then you master the basics better, and you master the basics even better, and. The, the tendency for people to stray from that is so great and I I don't I don't actually haven't figured out totally how to combat that quite yet but it's definitely I feel like a post-pandemic thing we're feeling right now in January that's huh okay. I think it's a it's an excuse you see both with the gym owners and you see with the athletes just the same it's making it's giving yourself an excuse not to try harder and yes. not challenge yourself and push yourself harder. So you see it with the athlete who's like, I'm just happy to be here. And it's like, yeah. I'm glad you're back, but now let's get in right. gear. And same thing with the gym owner who's like, oh, it's just, it's just how it is right now. No, it's not. You're not trying hard enough. You're not being innovative. Get your ass in gear. Yeah. Isn't that like yes. most human beings, though? Yes. That's what she's saying applies everywhere. And that's yeah, why you have so much everyone. pressure on yourself as an affiliate owner or as someone that leads any group of people you know, I use the word lead lightly, but like, you know, you have to hold the standard. And Matt was talking about this the other day where like the, con you know, what's Matt the phrase? Swift. Matt Swift. Yep. yep. <clears throat> you know, the standard is the standard. That, if you never waver from that at your affiliate, all those little things of the standard is the standard, that's what holds the line during that time. And I will be totally honest. I had to kind of slap myself in the face two weeks ago because our standard the last like three months of this past pandemic piece where it just tons of people were out. There was, you know, I had coaches sick. I had members out. I had normal membership numbers, but attendance rates that were just, dismal. It just felt like a funk. Yeah, it yeah. was a funk. And then what's crazy is how that a funk can let you slide a little bit and then slide a little bit. You're like, oh, it's fine. Be like, It'll be no, okay. It's not that's fine. what happens with nutrition. Like you said, yes. oh, well, I'm just, just Saturday night. Yep. Sunday morning. I'm, I gotta finish the yeah, leftovers. Totally. So right. don't I mean, bring the leftovers home. How long? How long you? How long has Roots been open? Fourteen. Fourteen years. Okay. 14. No, but, but before we go into that, I think Nicole epitomizes like a strong leader. Just from hearing this talk, well, like you've made me, you've kind of got me like a little motivated. Mm -hmm. This is hard to do. Like, and I'm gonna say, like, I don't, you know, I don't really need motivation. I beat Fern in the workout this morning. Like, yeah, totally. I mean, you know, we haven't even motivation. We haven't right? even talked yeah. about that. But we I mean, should definitely just, talk about that, though. Yeah. Just hearing that. Can we review the footage? Yeah. <laughs> just hearing that like gets you motivated, but you also, without making someone feel bad. Yes. So, you, so, you agree that you're a good leader? No, I agree <laughs> that you should be able to do it without making somebody feel bad. That's all the feedback you've been given over the years on seminar staff. Yes. I mean, that's the holy grail of any good coaching piece is that I was just talking to Lindsay, one of our awesome new coaches. Um... We had an athlete. The one sitting down on the couch smoking a cigarette? That yeah, one I know. I'm trying to get her to come back. <laughs> no. Um, and uh, you can't do that in Boulder. Um, no. so, She's smoking something. It's not a cigarette. It's not a cigarette. Uh, Need some of that. <laughs> You're in the right place. Yeah. Okay. So 
we had an athlete email us that like she'd been out and you know she wanted to let us know that it was really hard for her to come back and that she was feeling vulnerable and that CrossFit was hard and I was like whoa like this is and, and Lindsay gave me this line the other day where she's like I think some of the problem with the holding the standard like the standard of the standards is that we try to be too inclusive now just hear me out right and her example was the person that goes to a gym they're like oh man like I did a bunch of pull-ups the other day and so like I just I need to avoid the pulling in the workout today and the coach's like oh yeah cool I got you like yeah don't do Jackie with pull-ups like let's let's do push-ups because then you'll feel you know you'll and that just like starts to whittle away at the standard and and then for this athlete like I, I wrote the email and deleted it wrote the email deleted it you guys have all done that oh yeah and what me emailing her back and being like, oh, yeah, we're really excited to have you back. It's like the lamest response that's never going to help her. You're not doing her anything. You're None. not doing her a favor. None. I'm just yeah. endorsing the fact that you should be afraid to feel nervous about coming back to CrossFit. That this that is the doing pulling overhead from the, is bad yeah, two days in a row. Right. All that stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and, and that's... I'm not doing a good job with that athlete because I'm definitely not helping change the trajectory because they've already heard that. And so we do this 225 challenge every year. Or if you attend 225 classes in the year, you're eligible in a drawing to win your membership back for the year. Wow. That, yeah. So what does that break down to, Fern? Do the math. Do you, 225 but you give away 12? one of those? Yeah, one. Okay. So like we it's have like like almost 20 classes a month, though. It, it's like 19. That's and so the way that I calculated it was like, okay, 365 or 52 weeks in a year. I said, okay, four weeks you get for vacation, being sick. Right. And you cannot go to, you know, visit another gym be like, I want the credit. It has to be in at roots. our Zen planner, right. in a class, none of this like open shop. I like came and stood around and looked at the pull-up bar. Yeah, you didn't, you right. stretching attended, doesn't count. Attended <laughs> the wad. I phone rolled. attended at group roots. class at Roots 225 times. And, and so I said, I was like, hey, you know, you should, you, and I didn't really re respond to any of the stuff was written. I said, hey, you should do the 225. And she said, oh, yeah, I'll definitely consider that. And then it's like, we've got to go a layer deeper. Mm -hmm. Now, I, well, we'll shoot you straight. Like, the people that are going to be fit for the long term, they're going to change their food. And they are absolutely, without us pushing them, they are coming to 225 classes. I love the year. 225 because it's also, like, makes sense with weight. Like 225 yeah. on the bar. Like, it's <laughs> right, a right. number that we understand. Yeah, it's not that's foreign a, to CrossFit. It's got a nice yeah. ring. Right. That's you know? cool. 239 gonna, just didn't have any meaning. So, and then how many would you say annually? Is it January to December? Yep. January, so if somebody yep. joins, they can't qualify this year? No. So no. it's the that thing. The standard is the standard. standard I don't. Someone's like, you should give them a proportional right. number that no. they can hit. No. Can we prorate it? Can I prorate? Right, I'll join December twenty eighth. No. Cannot prorate. I've, it. Lot, I've been a lot of classes in my gym. Can, can I get in on your stay <laughs> and just join in January or do it in January? How many? Um, how many typically qualify for the two twenty five? So the, last year was the first year we did it, okay. and I want to say we had twenty eight people. That's pretty awesome. Do the two, I feel like that's a lot. How many members do you have? Right now, we're down 20%, so we're 228. 10% so though. Yeah. 10% of your members, and then like one high. person that won. That's really good. Is and it high? I think that's really I good. I think that's right. I mean, if we. Because we, I, I was like, high. oh, I, I wanted 100. <laughs> so, but I mean, no, like, I think 10% is high. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. But typically, we would think, like, hey, 16, 16. Or, uh, 16 times a month is like these people are going to be here for a long that's time. That's one night, And you're going three over that, and you have 20 people. So I'm thinking about the number of committed club folks that we've do where we've had 20 people i mean that oh, yeah, yeah that's really good but so now think about it though so think about like the old narrative like working out three days a week is great is that really 
a lifestyle? Is compared that really well, compared to nothing? Or right, that's my point. Right, yeah, exactly. But recalibrating but compared like, to nothing, you know, it's three times more than you were doing. Right. Of course. I don't care if you're young, old, injured, not injured. Like you're, you should be working out five days a week. Agreed. You should be doing CrossFit five days a week. Going hard. None of this, like, well, I have a day that I don't push the intensity as much. Okay, so this is where people. She's so tough, right? I love it. But wait, wait, before you go too crazy. Relative. Now, so here, wait, hold on. Here's the. So this is where I was going to go. So this is where people lose their shit. Well, I was going back to the 225. Hold on, hold on. We'll come back to it. Wait. You're not. It's it's not going anywhere. You're leaving me behind. 225 is not going anywhere. (laughs) But yes, we are leaving behind. So this is where people lose their shit and they'll be like, hey, because I don't think they understand intensity and how to be applied day to day for athletes. They're like, but people can't do that shit five days a week. And I'm like, no, you're not doing it right. I, I, yeah. So I think that they're not doing it right because in their head, it's either they're going for it or I'm just going to check the box today. Right. Rather right. There's than, no in no, between. There's no, there's no middle. Between. There's where's exactly. There's no middle. And you know what? The middle is just showing up every day, warming up and going for it. And you know what? Some days going for it, it works out really well. Today, I rode the 2K. I was like, I crushed 1,500 meters. And then I imploded. <laughs> it's fine. But I didn't say like, oh, I'm just not feeling great today. So I'm going to back off on my pace and just right. kind of, I'll be fine. No. That's, that's where I think relative intensity gets manipulated or misunderstood. It's not saying, like playing this whole mental game too much of like, well, I didn't sleep well last night. And I've got a, a little bit of ache in my shoulder. And... You know, it's just really stressed at work. Yeah, I think people take that way too far. Yes, We're just I like, agree. hey, if you're doing that all the time, I'm like, no, now you're just being lazy. Yes. There's a time and a place for it where just like you can see it when they walk yeah. in the gym. I'm like, yeah, you look like shit. Yeah, maybe you should dial it back today. Right. You know, there, there's a time and a place for it, or but, you just okay. program it that way. Tell me this: when you like take it back to like 2009, Nicole's in charge of the podcast. Yeah, I was gonna no. say we lost control. Now I'm asking you guys questions. Yes, ago. it's been great to have you guys <laughs> at my gym. No, but it, tell me, t- tell me honestly, uh, 2009, 2010. Every time you, you know, full send, full send, 100%. I wanted to I, beat you, everybody. You waited until the main site yeah. came up. You were excited for that workout. You ate your, your 30, 40, 30 proportion that night, extra, you know, on it five because you were like, I want five more seconds. Right. Well, yeah, obviously. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but that was, that was the motivation. There wasn't this backdrop of like, and if I don't get a good night's sleep, then I might just sleep in. I feel like if this crossover roots thing and home office doesn't work out, you'd be a great part of the team here. <laughs> so. Great. Uh, thank you. Thank you. You're right on board with us. But the 225 <laughs> question. Yes. You pull a raffle out. Yeah. And one person, do they get a check or do they get their next year paid for? They can choose. Ooh, I like that. They can choose. So they either earned the next year. I take it in Bitcoin. Yep. Well, you don't offer that yet, but um, yeah. we'll look into that. Thank you. Maybe right. next year. <laughs> no, but so this is so going back to the standards of standard. I I look at yeah. you and Roots and and what you guys have done here is is somebody who has what we describe as like sustained superior performance. Like you've been doing it well for a long time, and that's hard to do. It's really hard to do. Well, yeah. Instagram is not always reality. Really. <laughs> So there's that. Says who? Yeah, but you yeah, guys yeah. do a good job of being yeah, right. real. Like when you had to move and relocate. Oh, yeah. All that was broadcast. I'm just saying, like we've we hold the standard, but we always have to, you always have to work to keep the standard. Oh, I'm not suggesting yeah. that it's easy, but yeah. like that that is that's a long. I mean, 14 years. Like, think about that. Like we're, we're going to say it out loud. 14 years of holding the standard to do this really well. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Yeah. What are some of the things that have? What are some of the biggest challenges? that you've had to face as an affiliate owner, as a leader, as a coach in holding the standard so that when people think about CrossFit Roots, they're like, that's how we should be doing it. 
Um, nobody's special. Ooh, I love that. That one I got from my mom. You can ask, you that you can ask my brother about that. Did you pass that, that down to your kids? What's that? Do you say that to your kids? Oh, yeah. We're always like, you're special in this house, but everywhere else, oh, like, like, you're yeah, not it's special. Like, yeah, the world doesn't care that. about you, son. Yeah. I care about you, yeah. but nobody else yeah, does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and and, I, and that there's so many layers of that. You know, that's the, that's the person that's a competitor. Like, I'm never giving them a key. You know, so they can come in and do their own thing. That's the, um, if one coach is, is, you know, having to do something, you know, everybody else is also doing that same thing. It's saying, if you want to be a full-time coach here, you're going to coach two mornings a week. I don't care if you don't like getting up. I don't care what your situation is. <sighs> Have you met Fern? Is. You guys would get along really, um, really well. And, and so now it, you can say it really hardcore, you know, like, we'll coach too. But it's more just saying, the like, this is, is what standard. we expect. Yeah, this is, this this is, is the, the standard. Every one of your you know? coaches... Does the two morning classes once a week? Well, so... You have more than five coaches. We we have five full-time. Pre-pandemic, we always had two 530s. Right now, we only have two 530s. Running simultaneously? Monday, Wednesday, okay. Friday. Wow. Yeah. We're a little... Same workout? 5.30 a.m. was the one... Same workout, yeah. Just I, We kept the classes to keep them smaller, so we it's like 24 people but two coaches. It was, oh, it was it. like not linear for us. Right. I didn't find that just like adding another coach made it... Right, right, right. Great. I see what you're saying. Um, so yes, same workout. Um, but yeah, so the standard is the standard. And so what are some of the things? So I don't know. I mean, I mean, that's a big one that most people get. This is the, the salt shaker analogy that, mm -hmm. you, that you're familiar with too. Well, somebody comes in like, oh, we can, we can bend the rules for this yeah, person. Totally. I'm like, or you could not bend the rules for that person. Well, and you know what's, okay. So here's an example. So right before the pandemic, we, uh, changed our foundations for someone coming from another CrossFit gym. And we said to join our gym, it's a private training session that also comes with two free classes. Or not free, but like they're included in the private right. training session. And so you'd get people like, well, wait, I've, I've been doing CrossFit. What does that mean? But keep going. Right. <laughs> well, and, and the right reason that was is we were getting a lot of people that said they had done CrossFit and then they're like, oh, but we didn't kip at my gym. <laughs> so that's another thing. Like, <laughs> If you go to a gym that's a CrossFit gym that you didn't kip, I don't. I think was we it a CrossFit take the gym? CrossFit gym off your name. So we'll start with that. Um, but also, you know, a lot of times it might have been like they weren't doing, they weren't actually at a CrossFit gym, and so right. they didn't really get the whole right. wheel deal. You were working out fast in your garage. But it was the yeah, <laughs> fastish. Yeah. Um, but it was a great filter to get great people, because people that came and they were like, okay, tell me about this. And, you know, we had this nice email and it was basically like, here are the reasons why. We want to get to know you as an athlete. We want to help understand where you're starting from. We want to help you understand what we expect as, an a as a coach. Um, and it'll help you assimilate into the gym a lot better. I mean, we got, we've, got, we've got two athletes that did it that were on games teams, regional so the, teams. You're saying and they those come that did it were yeah. better members after. And, and if you're not willing to do that, right? You're not going to fit. Then you're not going to fit with this Correct. gym community and there's you know i'm i'm a little bit down on the word community right now because i think that um people uh, people use it too f too, it too too freely loosely. Too loosely, you, yeah. you you join the gym and hold the standard and then you become part of the community it's the you culture don't join the gym to be part of the community right it, I think what it is, is it's, it's a matter of are you willing to be a part of how we do things? Even if you're experienced, that's okay. I appreciate you've been yeah. doing CrossFit for eight years over in wherever. 
we may do things differently. And at very least, we want to make sure that we can serve you best. So you're going to go through this process so we can get to know you. You can get to know us. And it's their onboarding. It's, yeah. It doesn't, we're not here. I'm not maybe going to teach you a bunch of new things. Right. But I need to maybe learn. Or maybe we can, we'll probably find a few things that we can improve. But right. it's, it's, it's your indoctrination into how we do things also. And if someone's resistant to that, there's a lot of other great options out there. Without failure, every time I have bent the rules, it has bit me in the ass. Yes. Yep. But, yes. but here's what I'm hearing. Both the way, Nicole, like too. Both <laughs> the way Nicole and Marcus put it out there was in a welcoming, warm way as well. And I think a yeah. lot of box owners get that wrong where it's like, no, this is the rule. It's not a and bad thing. And I've made thing. that mistake. But ex- the For way sure. you just laid it out, the way you probably email mm-hmm. those people, mm-hmm. oh, now if that's a good person... They're being somewhat empathetic as well. Like, oh, I understand why Mark I'm is, coming into your house. Why, Nicole? Right. right. Well, take your shoes like off. I don't do that at my home. Well, you're in my fucking house. Take <laughs> your shoes off. Right? It's also, if I did, if I came to your gym and you said I had you know, to do a session, I guarantee I would learn something going and doing a one-on-one with not, you. Not so much so at Rice, another, but at Best Hour <laughs> Right, right. Okay, that's what yes, I meant. That's yes. what I meant. <laughs> but, but, but that's the whole thing is that there's also something that you're learning about the athlete is are you willing to possibly learn something new, different? We talk about learning the mastering the basics. Well, I mean, how many times I remember this, I was terrible at keeping handstand pushups and so bad, like just terrible for like five years. And then, uh, you remember Doug Chapman? Oh yeah. So I'm in my hybrid, hyperfit. Hyperfit. Yeah. yeah. Doug was amazing. I was at, uh, it was it was in our bedroom, and I was doing kipping hands and push-ups on the wall trying to figure this out. I was so frustrated. I sent him a video. Doug wasn't in your bedroom for the record. No, d- sorry, that <laughs> Eric, came out. Yeah. Eric, yeah, Doug Eric wasn't filmed there. it. Yeah, okay, Even just better. Put, take the bedroom part out of the story. Too late. No, it, yeah. no, it makes the story good. And, uh, so Doug was in your bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> Eric is filming. Damn! <laughs> Moving on. And so um, I sent him, and it was literally... Like the heavens open, and I was like, "Oh my god, I can, I can do handstand push-ups. This is amazing." But my point is, like, it was just the basics. It wasn't like I did some super fancy tricep strengthening right. program. It was like um, the longer you, you do should this, move your hands. <laughs> the longer you do this, the more you you recognize I'm all. I can always learn something. Right? Yes, and, and it's a filter for those athletes. Hundred percent in a lot of ways, yeah. among other things. But here's you know, for the, the for ones. So these. So going back to that, right? Because the ones I have. I know those athletes that come in, they're like, yeah, I've been to this other field for five years. They clearly look fit. And I'm like, hey, we do this. And they're like, yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're going to fit in so well. You're going to love it here. You're going to love it here. I'm going to love you. This is going to work out swimmingly. The other one's like, oh, well, you know, I've been doing a while. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to hide this face. And I'm not doing it well. It's Cassidy's face now because he he does all that. But I'm just like, dude, this is why. Why are we doing this right now? Why are we doing this stupid dance? I know. You know. I know. Um, but you, you and you get some of that out of the way in right. that one on one. Right. You, you would ask kind of like what she's doing. I think it's not as much as what you're doing, but your actions too. Like this is you, mm-hmm. and I don't think a coach or a member can stay here for an extended period of time with you as the leader and not rise up. So it's either you're gonna join me. Or you're going to get left behind. <laughs> I'm being serious. I know. And I'm just, I had this, I'm just reminded of this story. Because sometimes people think I take it too far. You do. Perfect. Um, yeah. However. They're right. So uh, one of our first coaches came to the gym. This is at the old, old gym. Like the little 2,000 square foot gym we had on Pearl Street. Um, and he had a Chick-fil-A cup. And I was like, what, what are you doing? He's like, oh, it's um, soda water. And I was like, no. And he. A fern can't work here. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't bring it in here. But. He, but he was like, well, but 
you know, I, I do eat it. And I was like, you know, ever, I'm not going to tell you that you should never eat it. And that's like your thing that you should never do. But in here, the standard is the standard. Right. You know, like when you've got coaches that on their break, they're eating out of their Tupperware because that's their lunch. That's the standard. That's what they're, we're doing. You know, um, when, when we used to do potlucks for paleo stuff, I literally gave a sign up sheet of like, you can bring these seven items. Like, don't go to Safeway and buy like right. the cheap thing of croissants and cookies. I mean, the standard is the standard. You got to set the example. But this is what I'm talking about. Yeah, like, yeah. and whether it's expressed this way or right. just because that's how you live your life, I don't think the the wrong people are not going to. You know, and we said it on a recent podcast, like Glassman said. <coughs> you know, CrossFitters have a very um, bullshit meter. Bullshit, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's not bullshit. Yeah. So, uh, can, do you have an example of where you take that concept of the standard as a standard, but you applied it incorrectly? Ooh, good question, Fern. Okay, give me a second. Take we'll, all the time you need. We'll, we'll, uh, Nate's we'll, got plenty yeah. of battery right now. We'll cut, we'll cut out my How pause. How much time left, Nate? Um, standard is a standard and applied it incorrectly. Maybe give her an example. Do you have one for you? No, I, I mean... I would say that I've taken things too far. That's where I was kind of going. Those are yeah. the kind of the examples that so, I have. So, like, as an example, we just changed this. So, you know, we've done foundations in every right. shape or form. Um, and we had been doing three, and it just it didn't really go right, so we went to six. And it was great because we were getting these athletes that were, like, really committed, and the price point went way up. So it was filtering that out a little bit with people that were truly committed. But I'll, I'll be honest, it was Warren Boulder – you know, it's a more expensive town and it was starting to change the demographic of who was coming in. And that was not at all what I wanted. Okay. And so the standard in white terms Jews of like, in. what's that? A lot of white Jewish people. <laughs> Jesus. Um, not Jesus. Jews. <laughs> Wrong religion. Um, no, but I mean, you know, there's, there's a, I, I want, I want a, a CrossFit gym that, you know, we, we've got students and we've got young professionals and we've got, you know, you know, two working parents or son and father coming to work out together. And, and it sounds like that filter was like, know. Oh, these are just people that have enough money. And that wasn't really of. what I was trying. That wasn't right. what I was aiming for right. my, in my head. I was like, the standard is a tanner, standard. We're getting these people that are, we're doing three sessions and they're not committed and they're quitting. And right. like, this is bullshit. And, I don't want people that are, you know, going to do three sessions and be like, oh, I'm good. So right. I was like, well, we'll go way over the top. And I mean, that's not how I was thinking about it. But in the end, my coaches were like, you know, I surveyed them and they're like, four is plenty. Four mm. is the sweet spot. Um, so we changed it. Were you, yeah, were you finding cool. better retention out of those people coming six? Yes, but we, we were getting better retention compared to the three, but I think the the big number metric will be, are we going to get equal retention out of four, four and in turn get more people? So four well. gave just as much of a return than going to six, or very close yeah. to it. Yeah, I don't want to be... close off the spigot with a lifetime of four members. I would like to right. have a, a balance of both. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And, you know, with the pandemic and stuff, people are coming back. And at the time, there was also the backdrop of... You know, we I think we could have nine people in our <laughs> ten thousand square foot space. That's bonkers. And so a lot of people were getting interested in fitness, but we couldn't really serve them, them and in. then take care of all the people that were actually currently still members. If somebody left two years ago because mm -hmm. of the pandemic and are coming back, are you putting them through 
No. They're able to come into class? No, we let them back in. Yeah. We just we basically just tell them like, okay, be smart, scale, you know, appropriately. We just remind them of the basics of how they're going to come back. Um, I need to do that right now because I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but with COVID from like the month of January. Well, Jay's gym is packed. Um, We're at capacity. It is garage, Are you guys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you guys are at capacity. Got it. Two person. She's getting um, kicked out. All right. She, well, I was going to sign up for She didn't take a COVID class. test. She's out. Um, but we'll take level post, four coaches. What, we'll take you. You're okay. Saying, post, right. post pandemic, you were saying you're seeing what? Well, just like literally this past month, attendance has been really down. And so I know we need to send an email out just saying, because it's like, first you get over COVID. And then, I mean, somebody said the front desk, I was like, John, I haven't seen you in a while. And he's like, oh, yeah, I had COVID. And then I was just, it's really hard just getting back into it. And like, that's the cool story. See you on Monday. I know, right? <laughs> 225 exactly. Club. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're here. So couldn't have yeah. been that hard. Um, no, that's so, uh, I don't. We're not necessarily saying that, but we, we are working with quite a few gems. They're just like, am I doing something wrong? That's, and I'm like, yeah, I no, woke just up like, two nights ago, like with my heart pounding, like, oh my God. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm like, but and he's like, should I, should I not follow up with people as frequently? I'm like, absolutely not. Yeah. Like stay on them. Yeah. yeah. Get their ass in the gym. Like, I think it's an opportunity to just reach out more yeah. individually totally. and just be like, what's going on? I agree. Uh, I haven't yeah. seen you in a while. What yeah. do we got to do? Yeah. And just personally invite everyone back in. It may take you a month to do, but. And you guys have been there. You know, you come off the holidays. I mean, it's crazy how bad the timing of COVID was for what we know already happens coming off the holidays. Right. So people worked out a little bit less. They ate a little bit Cookies. poorly. <laughs> um, and then, you know, that first week in January is like, they're, okay, I'm going to get back in it. And then they all got COVID or like their kids got COVID. And right. so then it just extends that. And so maybe we had that two week period. I, I do feel like this year it's, it's like a month and yeah. we are going to have to pull people out of that. Yeah. Yeah, I just tell people, they're like, I got COVID. I'm like, no, you didn't. I'll see you on Monday. So let's get a little bit off topic. You okay. said you're down to chat a little bit. Sure. Recent decisions in the CrossFit space have impacted everybody, but mm-hmm. the but Dave was your mentor. Mm-hmm. What? How has that been for you on a personal level? We're referring to Dave Castro. Dave Castro, yes. Um, I mean, it's, it's you guys, like... Because you guys are pretty tight. He was yeah, your mentor, you said. Yeah. I mean, mentor, friend, you know. Um, uh, oh, I love this song. This is my favorite song ever. Burpees? Burpees? Is this, this is, is ACDC Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck. Yeah. Yeah. My it's brother Thunderstruck. and I coached a swim team when we were in college, and we were the Thunderbolts. And this was our theme song. You and your brother, like you had a team name? Yeah. Or like the entire team? Like the entire team. Not just like, go Thunderbolts. He would wear like this tight spandex (laughs) costume (laughs) with a lightning bolt on it. (laughs) Taco, burrito. (laughs) What's coming out of your speedo? Yeah, so you know all the cheers. Um, (laughs) This is a great burpee song for a warm-up, by the way. Yeah, every time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is like throw it down. Well, they're about to do a 2K row where they're in the middle of it. Oh, man. I'm having, like, flashbacks right now from this morning. (laughs) (laughs) This is my least favorite workout in all of CrossFit. Yeah, this is – we're doing benchmark week right now, so this is one of the – What else? What did you have? Fran? DT was yesterday, then 2K row. Tomorrow's 5x3 back squat. Then it's a gymnastics barbell run with low reps and distances on the run, but it's a 25-minute AMRAP, so it's, like, a lot of rounds. Oh. And I'm totally drawing a blank at the moment on Friday, although I know that there's like a max distance handstand walk and something oh, else. That's cool. Okay. So yeah, we do it every quarter. You know, we follow this recommendation from the CrossFit Level 2 course where we do the same five benchmarks every quarter for a year. Why would I you think, do something like that? I don't know. It's do weird. Do you change those annually? Yeah. Oh, cool. So that's we did. Cool. We, yeah, we just finished out the last one. And then this one, this is the first week of the new year. Okay. 
Um, we don't do it the first two weeks of January because that's mean. You would get no metrics. Be like, yeah, I, don't, be like, I, don't, I didn't get the first quarter back. benchmark. <laughs> um, so, Dave. So, yeah, I just I think it was. Um, I don't think I ever pictured Dave not being part of my CrossFit career and my CrossFit life and and whatnot. And it just felt like that was really sort of ripped <laughs> from. Uh, from the from my my CrossFit world, whether it was like from a, a friend standpoint, an affiliate standpoint, um, you know, bouncing ideas off Dave, or how would you have done this at a seminar? I mean, over the years, yeah. you know, I got this question, and Dave would be sitting there in the truck, and I remember one time with Eric O'Connor, we were in Arizona, and Eric had got a question about intensity, and Dave just so like. You know, he validated Eric's response, which was good. And then he was like, and you can also think about these things. And I, I don't know. <clears throat> I think that's the hard part is you've got like three degrees of separation now from Greg from to Dave, to me, to you, you know, right. to any of us. And it feels like a, a giant hole. Um, yeah, so, and he and know. he's also fits the bill of a lot of what you're talking about. He was probably the original purveyor, of which is the standard as a standard, which is like, there was yeah. no excuse. It's just like, no, yeah. the answer is no. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, so, you know, it was, it's actually, we as have our symbolic, um, yeah, I saw that. Hand, the, the, hand-drawn Castro the TDC, TDC logo. logo. <laughs> no, but it, as I was asking you that, I also thought about, you had your 10-year party, Glassman, mm -hmm. Did Dave show up as well? Dave wasn't here. But Greg Glassman showed up. Yeah. Like that's yeah. going back to what we said at the yeah. beginning. Like you're one of the standards. Like Greg Glassman showed up at your 10-year party. That's yeah. a pretty big deal. And yeah. then what was that like for you? Did you know he was coming? I didn't know he was coming. He happened to be in Denver, and they were. And I think I don't know who called me, and I was like, yeah. And we we blew it out of the water. I mean, we had this like 110-foot. Uh, bouncy castle slide water feature and we had vendors and we had all sorts of, but in true Greg fashion this was actually my favorite part so some you know I, we put out a thing about sponsors and, and we're pretty we're we're very we vet the sponsors right, right, you know right. the standard is the standard we were literally having and this conversation so this morning we vet our sponsors um, <laughs> so we were literally having that conversation <laughs> you guys saw monster energy here though right yeah. <laughs> um, and so these people do, like, they, th this company, they emailed us, they had a store in Longmont, and they do massage and chiropractic. So I was like, okay, yeah, come right. on out. I didn't know this, but they also did, like, IV therapy. Yeah, You yeah. know, like, yep. special IVs. And Greg's walking, he's like, that's a bunch of shit. <laughs> and I was like, it's great. That's it. That's Classic uh, Greg. Yeah. But it's not the shit that's going to get you your first muscle up. Nope. That's for sure. That's or how we use it. That's what you know the OGs appreciated yeah. about them I, that's what I mean that's the whole thing is that you have principles and you stand on them and you know I, I'm 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 down on the word <laughs> I'm down on a lot of words apparently but you know it's like we can talk about leadership to death or principles to death just go do it like I'm right. so if like if you're doing it you shouldn't have to talk about it everybody's like no 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 I know like that's nobody was talking like, like nobody would say that like you just knew like when you worked right. with Dave and you worked with certain people just like it wasn't just like, well, he's, you know, he's really, a you know, stickler for the principal, guy, principal right? guy. I'd be like, no, have your shit together and you'll be fine. And you're right. like, oh, so do my job well and try hard. Do the assignment well. Okay. And that's the, the rule that's still there. I mean, 
it had been, you know, the Dave and Nicole rule. Yeah. You know, every weekend, Saturday morning, yeah. what would you do? Up. Like, what would you be doing if Dave and Nicole showed up? Not Nicole. Yeah, Nicole not me. Carol. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Treat this question how you will. Okay. Has living and owning your box in Boulder with the Dave situation been unique to you? With the Dave situation? With well, him getting fired? Certain people had an impact on that firing uh, that also yes. live in this town. Whoa. <laughs> uh, I think is it's... That, is that okay to ask? <laughs> well, it's been asked, so we're there. Feel it. I think that it's a really hard time. Yeah. yeah. It's a really hard time. And um, on a personal level and on my affiliate level, it feels like something was just ripped from what I know is right and what I know... Um, was going to continue to move us in the direction that I trusted, and I, th- and that's the hard part. So what? what and, and, and I think Dave and Nicole, you mentioned them. Like, you know, when when Greg sold the company, a lot of us were not sure what we were going to do, and I know for me, I stayed because I knew Dave and Nicole were staying, and <clears throat> Dave even said to me, we were at the games, uh, we were at Aromas doing like a walkthrough in June and I was kind of you know saying I was you know not sure and stuff like that and Dave was like well you got to give it a chance and I was like all right I okay this is before the games in t- this was before right. the ranch games right yeah. recently the I, recent ranch games yeah 2020 yeah not 08 or yeah yeah, 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 yeah yeah sorry yeah, yeah yeah exactly and what I realized though in the past week was that what's been lost is that you know a lot of what kept us like okay we're gonna keep moving forward with this is that it wasn't so much we were staying because of Dave and Nicole but whether you like Dave or not whether you like Nicole or not we were staying because we trusted them Correct. to carry out the the mission the belief the cause that Greg stood for it wasn't I'm doing this for Dave I'm not doing this for Nicole and and I think that that's almost like when we really talk about leadership there's been times when I don't agree with Dave at all. There's been times when Nicole told me stuff, and I'm like, I don't agree with that. It's not about liking them or right. not liking them. It's that they were this surrogate, if you will, for this. You know, we're what still was, moving in the right we're direction. We're still moving in the right direction, and that, and that, if you know, so I think that's the part that's just really hard. Yeah. yeah. So as time is going on, a strong affiliate influence in the in the affiliate world. What do you think we should be doing collectively to maintain that, you know, like you've said, uh, lineage and culture yeah. and all that in the CrossFit world? What's the job of the current affiliate owners to make sure those that join in a year and two years still understand that? The job of the affiliate owners is to make sure that people don't ever say CrossFit is a great community and it's a really tough workout. What do you mean by that? Yeah, elaborate on that. We need to make sure that our members know what CrossFit is way beyond the workout of the day. They need to understand, they need to read what is CrossFit. They need to read what is fitness. We need to educate them beyond, oh, this is a cool workout that I do and it's a great community to be right. part of. That That is not going to, that's not going to carry us through because that's shallow. not unique and it's, it's shallow. so shallow. Mm-hmm. And, and damn it, like when, you know, when you went into, you know, Boulder CrossFit, which they, they they didn't stay open and then a new boulder cross it. So this boulder cross it from like 2006, 2007. When you walked in, everybody there 
was like there was this it was just going through the air of like I am part of something so much bigger than myself and doing this workout is it's not about me curing myself from chronic disease this is this is on so many different levels this is the thing that I'm going after that's going to keep me on the right you know in the right place in, in life right in life I mean I remember like I swam in college. My biggest fear when I stopped swimming was that I was going to get really overweight because I went from swimming, you know, three and a half hours a day to not. So I started running and I would wake up and be like, oh my God, is this life? Like you, you wake up, you go for a run and then you go to your job from nine to five at a desk and you sit there. Did you have a real job? Yeah. What did you do before? I went, well, I went to graduate school for city and regional planning and spatial analytics. So I worked for... Parks and Rec, Ron Swanson. Ready? I was born ready. I'm Ron Swanson. Yes, exactly. Here we <laughs> Take are. Take all of your bacon. Um, <laughs> I, but I only last... I mean, I would sit there at that desk, and then I, I, I did the whole thing. I found CrossFit. So you, did you start at that Boulder CrossFit? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize there was a Boulder CrossFit prior to Roots. I thought you guys were the first one in this area. No. So Jeff did Boulder CrossFit. Jeff. And um, I'm going to draw a blank on his last name. And it was great. And I went to him and I was like, hey, I want to coach. I want to do this. You know, I'd take my level one. And he was kind of happy doing his thing. And, you know, he had like 30 people. And so I was like, all right, we're going to go and we're going to go work out in the garage. And I didn't really know what we were going to do. So we opened the garage. And then they ended up closing. Um, but... So the affiliate name went back into the world for like to be available. But you prefer Roots? <coughs> well, then we opened CrossFit Roots. Yeah. And then there was another one called Flatirons CrossFit. And then... I think that's... It might still be around, no? Well, it's now called Left Hand CrossFit. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, they yeah. went to the level two. Yeah. But going back to what you were kind of yeah. saying, just like making sure they know. And I think it goes back to the, the theme of this podcast is... I th- what annoys me to no end is that I, people we, and you, he, you, we talk about this at nauseum. People keep trying to fix it. Oh, yeah, the God, I know. I'm like, it doesn't need to be no, fixed. No, don't fix it. It that, needs yeah. to be done. Right. Saying, it needs to be done right. We don't need to it, fix it. We need to dig deeper. Yes, right. right dig in. Master the basics. Yeah. I mean, you know, one thing that I, I, we've been super fortunate, and I don't know if you guys are as well, but um, you know, we've spent sent over a decade. We've 14 years. We've, we've only been hosting level ones and twos for a decade. So 75, 80 of our members have taken the level oh, that's one. That's so cool. That's awesome. Yeah. And, you know, we never took the money. We always did the, like, we'll take the host yeah, spots back in the day. You know, we got yeah. those spots and it was, it just reinforces the message of why they're doing that workout every day. Because anybody could walk in and they can come do some stuff. But if you don't, if you don't connect the dots of why a deadlift matters, why mastering this, you know, because the I don't want to say they're cutesy stories, right? Of I got, you know, I I'm just so motivated to come to the gym and I want to come six days a week, and it's like, okay, that's nice, but you know what? People do that with the Orange Theory. Mm-hmm. People do that with a right. lot of other stuff, and so and one day you won't people, be motivated, and that's not going to get you here. Yes, and whatever people say about your CrossFit gym, that needs to be something that if you laid it on any other thing out there it wouldn't be the same and we can't say that when it's like it's got a great community we we i it's a running joke where i hammer people all the time they're like oh, what's the unique about your gym I'm like uh, and, and it's in the and they know now they know now they're like oh i know i can't say coaches and community i'm like correct yeah. because right. it's a bullshit answer yeah it's a bullshit answer and it doesn't mean anything and 
it's wrong. That's not what makes you different no. because neither one of those things are probably that good. And I think mm. that's the, it's like, it's like we've gotten the order of operations out of order <laughs> uh, a little bit where, you know, there's an attraction now because people be like, oh, I, I, I'm just really excited to join the community. Well, I want to hear I'm really excited to get fit for the rest of my life and ward off chronic disease and, mm-hmm. you know, be able to pick up my kids and, you know, crush it five days a week in the gym by weighing and measuring my food. And if I happen to bang a few members while we go about that, it's even oh, better, right? Oh, that's the standard is the standard. <laughs> that's in our job yeah, agreement. Do not do that. Not no. the coaches. Not but the coaches. Do it or not members. Do it. No, it says it's habitual mandatory. sleeping around will not be tolerated. Uh, What's the, what was the term? Habitual sleeping around <laughs> so will not be tolerated. What's habitual? One, once is not a habit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so what's allowed? This is the gray when does it become don't habitual? It for everybody. Yeah, listen, don't define something needs to stay I'm asking for Jenny. I'm asking for Jenny right now. Well, she's still here, so we're good. Okay. But but here's policy works. Right. You know, and that, you know, that was kind of like we talked about. We had a, the interview with the mall earlier, and I said yeah. I walked in to be better at jujitsu because it makes me sane. Mm-hmm. And I stayed. You know, I'm still here, and my only friends in town are from here. Mm-hmm. That was an accident. Yeah. But I came to get better at this thing. Right. Because it helps me be a better person. Right. Same thing here. Same thing. And if you happen to like the community and make some friends, great. Right. We're going to help foster that. And I think that's something that we also miss is that what we do connecting in a workout and I mean just seeing humans let's not even it's not even have to be like we have to high five or any of that stuff you can't replicate that and there's an element of you know okay you can take stuff online you can go do your zoom class you can go pull up your programming and go do it you know at home but I, I do think that the time and place of what is going on where people are immersed in their phones they can't get away from their phones they have no discipline to you know, for so many of those things, the idea that, you know, we're going to be not we, but like the people are going to go get people. fitness and they're going to do that at home. And, you know, the Peloton, like they pissed me off. There was a stupid commercial and it was like supposed to be empowering for women. Um, and it was like this woman and she, you know, you can see the baby sleeping and she gets up in the morning, she gets on her Peloton. And I'm like, that woman is sad and depressed and lonely. And the f- she would love to get away. <laughs> but you know out. that as a mom. And, and I know that because yes, Ra is like, and, you're absolutely yes, right. She's like, I got to do Peloton because I can't go to yeah, a By the way, like that whole thing backfired for them. Yeah, oh, okay. big time. They, they I didn't know are that. sitting on no, that was the one where the husband of inventory because oh. they overplayed their hand on that. Oh, well, I didn't know that. They were crushed. So this really pissed me off because there's a lot of people in the space who just shifted with the wind. They're like, well, you know, I guess this is virtual forever. I'm like, yeah, no, no, it's not. I'm like, human beings no, are human, tribal. thank you. Fern like, was on top of that from day one. From day one, yes. everybody shifted. I'm like, those like, they're coming back. And I was like, texting him all and they're going to come back. He'll send you a lot of uh, memes and, then, and uh, tinfoil and then, hat stuff, yeah, but he will also give you a couple okay. good nuggets. But, well. but the point is, they, they, they made that call because it was convenient at the time. Yeah. It was not true. And they've right. all and all these experts have shifted back. They're like, you know, it's good. brick and mortars back. And I'm like, it was never gone, gone. you turd. No. I'm like, you just were trying to sell people some nonsense so that you would sound smart instead of just telling them the fucking truth and be like, no, they can't leave their home, which is yes. why they're doing virtual stuff. And when the world that opens back up and they're like, I've been depressed because I haven't seen another human being in 12 months i'm yes. going to go back out there and try to and you 100%. should be there ready to get them going and it's one of those things yes. you don't People realize because you've come into town we've had two workouts and i've been training in my garage for the last six months to a right. year and i'm like oh shit this is what i've been missing yeah i worked harder it yes. was a lot more fun yes i felt better at the end of the day so while best hour crossfit is obviously thriving we're crushing it <laughs> we're membership full. is through the membership roof. is got capacity 
I need to go to boxes. Listen, right. I consider myself to be a, a fairly productive and motivated person. Disagree, but, but given the option, I will not train. It's Just, funny you said yeah, that. How you, many, okay. you err on not training. That is accurate. Given the option, I'm like, oh, I don't kind of want to. Which but is always ever, why it's surprising how fit you Lindsay and Cassidy are. are good at this. They're like, dude, put your fucking shoes on. Yeah. We're going. And I'm like, okay. And I'm in. I'm like, I'm really glad I did and that. And then I'll Thank throw it out at 234, I'll, Fran. I'll, I'll admit the same hmm. thing. For me, it, the social element yeah. is my favorite part. Yeah. It's the fact that I'm I'm going away from my regular routine to go mm -hmm. be with my people, doing a thing that I value, that I enjoy. And I don't think that's replaceable. No. I might I might like it more than some others yeah. or value it more. But I know, like you said a moment ago, the tribal factor. We need to be around other people. When you are around other people doing positive things for themselves and for each other and it's supportive, you can't beat that. And it will not go out of style. Maybe no. some more people will try to do online things and people, when all this stuff happened, remember, yeah. you and I talked about this at length. It's like, well, do you think the industry is going to change? Fuck no, I don't. I don't think that's going to change at all. As a matter of fact, I think it's going to create more demand and those who do a really good job doing it are going to reap the benefits because you just stick to it. It will work out. Yeah. We'll do some band-aids in the meantime while people don't know what to do. Hold the line. It Hold will work line. out standard and it will work standard. out better in the long run. You yeah. will win the long game. Absolutely. And, now. and that's the same thing though. Like the standard is the standard. How does that apply? Right? So your tribe, yes, you come in, you mold your tribe and you hold the standard for your tribe. And yes, there's pandemic, you know, fall off and all that stuff and you get back in it. And it's not that you change your standard. You don't say, okay, well come in three days a week and you can go do these two, you know, workouts online at home. It's like, no, just, I mean, I know this sounds harsh, but if you can't get to class, like, if you can't make that happen, it, like that's... Well, it's a deeper problem. Yeah, exactly. It's there's a, a bigger, bigger problem, problem. That you're not able problem. to hold yourself to something that's important. Right. And that's, you know, you can have a great community, you can have a lot of uh, elements, but at the end of the day, you got to be able to motivate. Yeah, there to there has to be some personal accountability. And I think right. that's people are un uncomfortable hearing that, which is like, yeah, I mean, I'm here, I'm doing, like, we're here ready, but you still have to show up. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to call people and be like, hey... That's a that's a nonsense excuse. Right. Get here. We yep. have we're open for literally. They're like, I don't have time. I'm like, we're open 14, 14 hours, hours a day. And like, what are you, what are you doing? Countless people will tell you that that is one of the things they love most about the gym. If you do a good job and you make it positive and you make them want to come back, you don't call them and shame them. But it's no. like, bro, I haven't seen you in three weeks. You hit me with the with the Disneyland vacation thing last time. Right. Right. You caught the cold. Totally. Tomorrow, are you coming in the morning or at night? Which right. one's it going to be? And they're like, thank you. Totally. I needed that. And it's right. like, great. I know that this is our role for most of you because no one else holds you to it. We do. And that's, yeah. and that's important. That this, yeah. you, you really have to represent it. And it can be positive. It can be happy. It doesn't have to be mean, shitty in any no. way. And I think that's what a lot of people value. That's, I still have people I talk to now from my gym. I, I own an affiliate I sold several years ago. And it was, I still see these people now. They're like, that changed my life because I had someone who I knew gave a shit. There's a member that we have. She's, she's been a member for 13 years. And she had a kid. And then she hadn't been coming. And she had been coming at five. And then she had the kid. And, you know, things changed. And so, apparently, I don't remember saying this. Cause, and this doesn't sound like doesn't what I would say. Like but she swears. You'll take the crap. Uh, yeah, I'll take the crap for it. She goes... So it, since then, she's been an avid 530-er. And I was like, one day... AM. Like, yeah. I was like, why did you, why'd you switch to 530? And she's like, 
Because you told me I had to put my big girl pants on and get up early. Oh, you said that. You, you said definitely that to said me. That to there me. was no. <laughs> I've known you for an hour and a half. And you definitely said that. And there was no other time that I was going to be able to work out. So that was going to become my new class time. And the thing is, is like, for whatever reason, I mean, Sarah is the epitome of everything we would hope for out of somebody that pursues CrossFit, one group class a day, five days a week. You know, she's an engineer for Ball Aerospace. You know, she's got her career. She's got her kids. She, you know, she's made consistent and incremental changes to improve her food over that. I mean, she's got a muscle up. She, I mean, literally, she's the she's entire package. Yeah. And the thing is, is she had all the pieces to do it. You know, when we talk about like motivation, like this woman's motivated. But it is that like little tiny little bit of reciprocation. And then who knows what people can do. But I think the difference between somebody hearing this story and be like, oh, you just can't talk to members like that is like the standard is the standard for 14 years. Right. We have, we have this track record of yep. holding the line and you know, I'm not coming at you from a bad place. You, you actually know I'm right. Well, and that, the oh, difference. somebody just needed to say it. When you talk about, um, mm-hmm. well, you asked about what are the standards that I didn't hold and then how did it bite me in the mm-hmm. butt? So, um, we, you know, we, we have done class sign up in advance since day one, like okay. not just the pandemic, like since, you know, 2009, you yeah. had to sign up in advance for class because we capped at nine and then we capped at 12. And so, you know, we've got to be able to add a coach or whatever right. it is. Um, and I've, I had a couple instances of people over the years where the system didn't quite work for what they were asking for. And so I was like, oh, well, you can just come and, and we'll, we'll sign you in on the back end. Well, that was the worst idea I could, because why would I do that for like three members? You when broke we the cardinal rules, like nobody's special. Nobody's special. And, and so what's interesting though, is just recently we had a member that, and I don't fire very many. I mean, I think I, well, it's the second member I've ever just been like, this is not going to work out. And you know, she was basically like, I don't want to pay these late fees. I can't sign up in advance. I don't know my work schedule. I'm a single mom. And it's like, you're not special. Everybody here has something else going on. And they're making the time to show up on class or to, to say, you know what, my fitness is going to cost me a 30 extra bucks a month because mm-hmm. I need the versatility to say right. like, shit, I got to cancel out of this one so I can go to the right. next one. And the second that we start valuing somebody's excuse or situation more than somebody else's, I just think that, that that's where the standard starts to fall apart. And so in the t- instances that I've done it, it's always a reminder uh why I shouldn't do it. <laughs> I, I and, even do it like and I, then it I, gives you more oomph to not I do it. I did it like three months ago and as I was doing it I was like, this is gonna come back to bite me. <laughs> I was like in in the instance I was like, I'm gonna regret this. Yeah. And I did it and then last week I was like, Yep, here it is. That <laughs> moment has this come is, full circle. Just yes. much faster yeah. than, than usual. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. son of a bitch. But you almost need those. I do. And I went and told Cassie and I was like, hey, I was like, I, I want you to know now because this is I want you to have my pain and I because mm-hmm. And it wasn't his fault. Like right. he's he's the yeah. GM now, so he's kind of like, oh, maybe we'll break yeah. it. I'm like, and I'm like, okay. And I'm like, never. I'm like, don't do it anymore. I don't care what the story is. The answer is no. Punch because, cards. Right. We got rid of punch cards. Right. And, and same thing. Yeah, where I was just that. like, and I was like, and here's why. And I was like, today, I'm in here now, and we're dealing with this nonsense that we shouldn't have to deal with yep. because they think they're special. And I don't have time for that. And I was no. like, it's not fair to the, all of the other kick-ass That's members it. here who are doing exactly what they should be doing and being part of the tribe. And this person doesn't be part of the tribe. And that's fine by me. It's fine. There's plenty of tribes out there. I'm fine. Just, you can't be part of this one. So yeah, yeah, I was just like. And saying it in a 
coming to a place where you're like happy to just say, hey, we understand right. that this right. might not be a good fit. And, you know. Yeah, you have you, you have the conversation the professionally and you put all of that anger back inside, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and you. You, you bitch take about it. Take it out on the 2K route. Yeah, you yeah. take it out on 2K. You bitch about it in, in behind closed doors. You're like, oh, oh podcast. <laughs> yeah. I was like, got me again, you know. So, <laughs> But here's also, you know, going back to what Marcus said about, yeah, Nicole definitely said that. You, a lot Sorry. of people are like, you, you can't say that, and you kind of alluded to it. If your members know that you're coming from a place of care, you can say whatever you want to them. And I'm, I have no doubt every one of your members there's always the sensitive ones. Yeah. But I have no doubt every one of your members, when Nicole's like, put your big girl pants on, they're like, she's right, and it's because she wants me to be a better person. So if you, coming from a place of care fixes that. Like, so people listening, don't just start yelling at your members. Right. If, <laughs> because they can also, it's like, we talk about the bullshit footnote. meter. <laughs> yes. We talk about the bullshit yeah. meter. Like, context, context. You don't want me here. You want my $150. Versus Sally, was her name? Susan? Sarah. Sarah? No, Sarah. Samson like, I know this is important to you. And you're making excuses about it, and in two years from now, you're going to be really upset. Totally. I'm going to call you on your bullshit, yeah. And, and, yeah. and from a place of care, because I don't want you to let your standards slip. And that's my role here. Just like, no, nope, that's totally. not okay. And it goes that's back okay. to you, like, I've, you have two kids. You've been yeah, on seminar staff. You, you know, the content executive, whatever your title is. <laughs> like, but you know what? When you have a busy day, you're probably here at the 530. Yes. So when your members are like, oh, shit, what's Nicole doing here? Oh, I had a busy day, and this was my only time to work out. Yep. Well, I, 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 I recently had this, this realization, like, obviously, like, Jess is gone. And I was like, oh, well, you know, I'm not training that much. And I'm like, that's garbage. Right. I, can, like, I, can, I can train in 11 months from now, right before she comes back. Right, yeah. Get I'll back get, in shape. Get, yeah, hopefully I'll be able to cover <laughs> that ground. But no, but I was just like, no, that's not, it's A, it's bad leadership. Because. You're at a gym. I, yeah. I'm like, well, if I have that shitty excuse, well, then that's just going to trickle all the way down. Totally. So I was like, nope. Fixed it, rearranged the whole schedule I was talking to you about. I was like, this doesn't work for anywhere. I was like, I need to get my shit together, blocking it out. And I'm like in there five days a week now. And I'm like, mm. and here's the deal. It wasn't that hard. No. And it's I'm a single You're already parent. at the gym. Yeah. Turns yeah. out all you have to do is change your shoes. Yeah. And you can work out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. All right. One, I, I've got one last question. And I want to just hear your answer. I don't even want to give you a response. Because based on how you've been talking. So you usually will do that. No, basically, yeah, I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm telling ask you, you now. Question, then I answer I'm not going to interrupt you. <laughs> Maybe. But, but, but the listeners are going to hear a no-bullshit answer from you. And this is what I'm going to say. We'll see. We live in Boulder. Five, ten-mile radius. There's got to be 15 boxes. No one can speak on this better than you because here's the kicker. The fucking owner of CrossFit owns a box close by. All the excuses box owners make. My competition, the box down the road. Yell at them right now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, don't yell at them. Talk to them sternly. The standard sternly. is the standard. the standard. What would you say to that? Like, oh, um, Nicole, my box is struggling because there's three other boxes. Oh, and what should it. we do? Yeah, and, and I've met with a couple of different affiliate owners. Um, ooh. Mm. Man, where to start? I think, let's see. You're trying to get me to interrupt thoughts. you. I'm not going to interrupt you. I know, you. I know. You just said, and it's a hard question. But I just know you're going to have a um, no-nonsense answer, which is one yeah. of the things I really always appreciate about you. You're a straight shooter. Right. But you, but you come from a place of, of care. I would say make your programming CrossFit and coach CrossFit. And um, make, your pro- make your programming actual CrossFit. None of these bullshit, like, 
watered-down movements to replace a squat. Um, no leg extensions. <laughs> yeah. Leg curls. Leg curls. Um, and, oh, man, I don't know. I, that wasn't a good start. I mean, I can no, kind of speak great from start. where... Stop interrupting. To, yeah, well, I, I can... I can speak from what I've seen. I've dro- I drop into gyms all the time. Like, we went to pick up a puppy in Mississippi, dropped into two gyms there. You know, I went to Steamboat, dropped into a gym there. Like, I, I love going to gyms. And we- you guys know this. The intention is always there. People want to help. They're there for the right reasons. But if what you're trying to deliver is out of the scope of what you can do, so if it's a six-part workout, if it's you know, you're, you're, you're talking more than, you know, you're, there's not a single bit of coaching. You're just there to hang out. Like that's the, that's the difference. You really don't have to do that much more, but that we, again, it's the whole fluff piece. And if you had to pick one thing, it would be, I mean this in a good way, dumb it down, make it simple. And the people that are supposed to be there will be there. I mean, think about it. Like, you know, 530 this morning, I had 16 people for a 2k row. You know, and I guarantee you, if I had five by one press, I would have had sixteen people. But the difference is, we watched the four o'clock class. Jenny did like eighteen different drills, right? Before the two K row, I'd be like, Jenny, let me just get on this rower and row. (laughs) But that's what makes a great class. But that's makes a great class, and that's why people then are saying like, oh, well, when I go to a two K row, like, yeah, I I learned stuff. I moved for, you know, I did things for an hour. I practiced things. I got something out of it. And yes, I'm, you know, like you even said it, like. You're going to row a 2K here way faster than you going down in the basement in your garage. Well, because I'm not going to do it in my basement. (laughs) Well, right, too. (laughs) Yes, faster by doing it is always faster than not doing it. Um, So if I had had to yell at it, uh, you know, not yell, but if I had to think back to all the things that I see, it's it's this idea that, like, people need something special. (laughs) And they're not special. You know, the the CrossFit works, and that's what's so silly about a lot of this stuff is that we, and I know Greg says it, and it gets used, and the word gets taken a million different ways, but it's a very eloquent <laughs> program that worked just as it is, and you don't have to add anything. You just have to do it well, and I, I think so many people are worried that, that that's not going to be possible, um, and then I think the other thing is is that you have to genuinely care. And if you're not, if you don't own your affiliate because you you don't really care or you just, you know, you were 25 and you bought your box because you thought it was cool and you're going to work out there for a long time and now it's like just not in it. Like you kind of owe it to the people to figure out a better situation for them. And, and I don't mean that like sell your gym. It's just like, how do you figure out how to dig in? Because it's it's a lot of little things like, you know, like just the other day I had an interaction with an athlete that it was fine, but I just, I felt it just wasn't right. So I just shot him an email and, and, you know, email me right back. And it's those little things that's because we have a relationship with these people, not for a year. I mean, some of these people I've actually known just as long as my husband, which is crazy. And that's, it's a long relationship. And if you don't actually take an investment in that over time, um, then it, this this doesn't work. Um, so I think that was that that's the other thing is care, but there's a way to care. Um, so that's what I would say. I think that was great. I think <laughs> no, I I, I, think I, I you I think said that's exactly what, what we say with a you know a little harsher than yeah. we come off usually, yeah. like you're aggressive and you we're know, not. I have a, I'm pretty soft <laughs> and you know. Well, no, I think I think 
obviously times are weird. And I think, yeah. I think that's the stuff that people need to hear. And this is, and this yeah. is kind of like, as things evolve, it doesn't mean we need to leave the stuff that made CrossFit great behind. No. Like keep it. No. Like let's keep all of that stuff. And I think, yes. you know, just for me, this conversation has been refreshing. I think there's a lot of people who are in the CrossFit space who are like, man, times are changing. And I'm like, they don't have to. We can do things just as well, if not better, by just revisiting how this all started. Okay. So this is, stick with me. I was telling this to somebody the other day because they were trying to understand like what's changing. Like, okay. So when you play baseball, you can take any sport. Use basketball because okay? from D1. I did play a little baseball too. Oh. So did okay. you? That's fine. You're multi? Whatever. Swimming. I don't care. Um, I so baseball has rules. Mm-hmm. They have a standard. Teams can evolve over time, but they don't change the rules of the game. Right, still they're three strikes. They're yeah. still they're still molding and growing and developing and changing over time. And yeah, they're gonna have a new coach and new ownership and new, you know, feeders and whatever it is. But but the the standard of the umbrella under which they're working doesn't change. And I feel like the difference with what we're faced against with a lot in CrossFit right now is that we're changing the rules of the game. And so yes, that can be daunting because. It's, it's schizophrenic, mm-hmm. right? That would be a terrible place for me to work as an affiliate owner if every day I was like, crap, should we do CrossFit or should we do something else? I'm not yeah. sure. And so I, th- I, like, when we talk about how you survive over time, and yes, times are weird, there's been a million weird times right. in M- Major League Baseball. There's been a million weird times. But the standard and the rules don't change. People just play it better. And, I, and, that's, and, they, and they weather the storm. And I, 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 I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it makes, it makes great sense. sense, yeah. No, it's cool. Well, I'm motivated. I'm motivated too. Let's go work out. No, you got me. Like, I think I know, like sometimes like <laughs> I love sitting down with like Fern, obviously, but obviously. you know, and Marcus, and but people like you that have just been around forever, and like we have a, yeah, you know, it's like probably very military esque, where it's like we understand where we've been together, we understand, you know, what this thing is differently than the people that found it years afterwards. Well, I think it's just. You know, this conversation, the conversation that we had with Jomo, mm-hmm. like those kind of things is like I, I, everybody will start to second guess their thing at some point. I don't care yes. who you are. And you just need to be reminded. And I'm like, nope, there's nothing wrong. It's just a storm. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Keep doing your thing. Mm-hmm. It, it'll pass. You'll be fine. And you'll learn something from it. And your success is being mm-hmm. able to apply that to the standard or the rules or whatever you're going for. Right. Not change the target i love it thank you thank you guys thanks for being here thanks for coming on my podcast (laughs) (laughs) thanks for checking out this episode of the best hour of their day podcast we appreciate you listening and choosing to have us help you and your passion for coaching and affiliate ownership you can find more episodes just like this on all podcast platforms If you're interested in learning more, you can reach out to us on any social media platforms or you can visit www.besthouroftheirday.com to book a call. If you found this episode helpful for you, please share it so that we can help other coaches and affiliate owners to help build a bigger and stronger CrossFit community. Thanks for listening.